Hey, hey guys, how we doing? Yeah, hey, hey. What's going on? Well, good to finally meet you, Nick. You too, you too. How's your day been? Awesome. Yeah, let's, uh, Donnie and I actually connected earlier today and had a great conversation about mind, body, spirit. So maybe we okay. can, uh, yeah, kick off the conversation there. Well, first of all, why don't we welcome everybody to another episode of Truth Seekers. Of course, you can find Coach Nick and myself, Coach Josh, at ProAdvisorCoach.com. Find us where you listen to podcasts. We have our own YouTube channel, uh, Truth Seekers, hashtag Truth Seekers, and also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Truth Seekers with Coach Nick and Coach Josh. I'd like to welcome Don Yeager today. Don, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. So I actually learned this about Don today, that Don has started six different companies over his tenure as an entrepreneur, all with varying degrees of success. But Don, probably so much wealth and knowledge and wisdom that we can tap into today. So uh, how would you like to start? Maybe I'll frame that for you. No, you know, I think it's, uh, it's always great to talk about scars because what we can, what we can learn from those scars is the most important thing. And obviously there's different ways you can learn, you know, you can live it or you can be even smarter and learn from somebody else who's already done it. So love if anybody could take any knowledge from me and, and avoid those types of things. Great. You're one step ahead of some of the things I've done. That's the best part of uh, like reading books, right? And watching movies and documentaries. It's a whole purpose. You know, people sum up their information, the, the knowledge they want to share with the world from their experiences to help other people, you know, kind of navigate those obstacles or skip over them or avoid them along the way. You find that to be true, Coach Nick? Yeah, we, we're compressing time. It took you 10 years to do something. How, how can you help someone do it in two? How crazy is that? You know, think about that for legacy because you help someone do something in two. And now I can get like five times the amount of stuff that you got done over that 10 years in, in that 10 year period, potentially, right? Like think about where they can go. It's crazy to think about the potential there. So Don, why don't you kick us off with, uh, you know, let's start with the greatest success, something you're maybe you're going through right now or something you've been successful with recently that uh, we can celebrate today. Yeah. So I think personally, probably one of my most recent big breakthroughs and achievements that I've really been happy about is obviously my, my background is in fitness and, you know, I've been working a lot with getting people in shape with their bodies physically. And we know how big of a change that can make. And one of the things for me was I've done a great job of keeping myself physically in shape, but I come to the realization in these last six months that you really have to put together all three mind, body, and spirit if you want to be fully equipped to handle today's challenges, because you can't just have one or the other. And for a long time, you know, I may have neglected that mind aspect of it. And I'm still, I'm still kind of in my infancy. I would consider myself in learning how to truly be strong minded and set that kind of intention on a daily minute by minute basis. But once you start understanding that mind, body, and spirit, all three need to be exercised, need to be fit, it's going to allow you to become that much better and propel yourself that much further and, and have the impact that you're, you're really wanting to try and make in this world. So 
it's an important new breakthrough for me that I, I just want you know anybody who's willing to listen, I'm I'm willing to talk about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. There's, it's interesting to, I think about my journey and different points, what got inserted, what my focus was, and like it's all true, but sometimes it's just not the whole picture. You know, it's not just it's not the whole equation, or in the moment it is because there's so much depth in there. But as you zoom out, there's always more, isn't there? It, what you said that this had to have a strong mind. Would you share, Don? What what's what does that mean to you? What is it? What is it to have a strong mind? Yeah, it's a great question, Nick. So being an entrepreneur, being a small business owner, there's just a certain percentage of your daily, weekly, yearly life that there's going to be some crap that gets dumped on you, right? There's going to be some tough, tough situations. And yeah, you know, going into it, a lot of us think, hey, I get to do what I love. It's going to be awesome. But there's a lot of aspects to be an entrepreneur or small businessman. And there's a lot of aspects in life in general that are hard. And you've got to make sure that you build that mind to handle those things. Because if you're not sound and you don't have a strong mindset, those things can throw you off course. Those things can create great disruptions. These will destroy your dreams faster than anything else. And we have to make sure that number one, we understand that. Number two, that we're training our mind. And number three, we have somebody like you guys that can coach us and see that outside perspective to really enlighten us as far as things that we might be missing from a personal perspective. So it's, it's all important aspects to, to really round it off per se. I think of, you mentioned training the mind as number two, and uh, you know we can liken that to the physical aspect, right? To to be leaner and to get stronger, to to be more improved physically, it involves physical training. So um, it's the same for mindset, right? We there's things we can do that will train our mind. I've been obsessed with what I like to call reprogramming my subconscious mind, just affirmations and gratitudes and just more positive things in my life that uh, they've always been there, but to to put these in regularly into my, my consciousness helps me to know that they're, they're there and I just have to open my eyes or be open to them. So I'm curious if we get maybe a little bit more specific, Don, do you have any habits or you know, how have you implemented some of the practices into what you do on a daily basis? Yeah, uh, great question. So what's really helped me, obviously working with you, Josh, has had a ton of major breakthroughs on how I see I personally relate and then helping me implement strategies to kind of really focus those things in biggest thing for me. That's been a real game changer has been the morning routine that I've implemented. So yeah, I have a consistent as close to a consistent bedtime as you can have with uh, two young children. And then I have a consistent wake up time. And once I get up in the morning, I have my routine in place and, and truthfully, the morning routine starts the night before. So I have a full focus planner by Michael Hyatt. Absolutely love it. Game changer for me. And what I've done is the night before I kind of do my evening shutdown where I kind of go through, close everything out, close the laptop. And then I actually plan the following day 
to really kind of put my mind to bed, right? Because I've got a million things that I can do tomorrow, right? But let's really kind of think about what are the big three that you want to accomplish and then how we're going to do them. Now, I laid my head on the pillow. I've got the whole schedule done for the next day. Got my workout clothes out. I've got my you know food somewhat prepped. You know, I've got kind of everything in place. So I wake up. First thing I do is listen to 15 minutes of positive affirmations. And just like you were saying, we're training that subconscious, okay? So I do diaphragmatic breathing while I listen to those affirmations, all right? And it really sets you up for that, that next step. Then I do um, a breathing exercise where I do some praying with it, and it just kind of really kind of energizes me up. Then I do just a real quick physical movement circuit where I'm just doing, you know, walking in place, jogging in place, jumping jacks, push-ups, some squats. And then I go right into what I would consider like my sales training. So I actually do uh, some diction. I do some more positive affirmations. And then I do a, I do a lot of sales with the business. And so I actually jump then right from there into my script and I go top to bottom with my script, right? Every single day, building it just like you guys said. And then part of the script, as soon as that's done, I do what we consider our whack-a-moles, which are any types of issues that they kind of throw out, any wrenches that they, we call them kind of bad beliefs, any bad beliefs that they throw out to you during the conversation. And then I do my obstacle overcomes following that up. And then as soon as that's done, I do 10 to 15 minutes of reading. And, uh, you know, I like, I'm one of the 10 percenters who actually really enjoy business and strategy books. So it's no fluff on the reading. Uh, and then I finish it up with um, doing some portal training uh, from my sales academy. And then I'm, I'm ready to go for the rest of the day. So I try and get that done within about 60 minutes, but you know, it, uh, it sometimes run over, but it's very regimented. I know it sounds pretty in depth, but it, it works really well for me. I was going to say, maybe it sounds like it's time to go to bed after, after you finish that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> all done. I mean, wake up time is 4am. So yeah, thankfully Josh and I send a lot of uh, encouraging texts to each other to keep ourselves focused very early in the morning. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, and, and it sounds like a lot, right. But it, it probably all didn't start all together, right. That it, it's a, the principle of compounding on top of each other, you know, it probably started, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I, you know, same thing. A lot of, I noticed a lot of similarities with my morning routine, but it started very simple. And then once, once those, I felt comfortable around those and those were habits that you can build on top of that. Yeah. Once you get that momentum going, it sets you up the whole rest of the day for success. Awesome. You mentioned diction training. Would you mind yeah. elaborating on that? Yeah. So part of obviously communicating is linguistics. So we want to make sure that we're sharp, we're enthusiastic, and we're very specific with our language. So think of it like sharpening the tongue. All right. What I do is I basically read tongue twisters out loud to make sure that I'm pronunciating and being on point with my speaking. So simple, Betty bought a bit of butter, but she 
found the butter bitter. So Betty bought a bit of better butter to make the bitter butter better. All right. That's awesome. Uh, that's great. That's great. I couldn't do that, but it, it speaks to me because especially coming to working and living in different countries, that's something that's always been interesting. And I, I tell a story oftentimes when I lived in the Philippines, I remember the first month of living there, I, I, I sat on my team down and talked for about 15 minutes about how excited I was, what a great opportunity it is for them and how, how much fun we're going to have together. And I asked if there's any questions and the lady at the back put her hand up and said, no, but can you talk slower, please? And for me, that's all of those things you said just in that, in a nutshell. <laughs> Love so it. Yeah, so much of our business is communication too. And, uh, Maybe yes. we can take this direction too, Donnie, because I know that you you communicate to your your clients, but also your prospects in many different ways. You know, maybe potential clients. So talk to talk to us about the infrastructure you've built to help with client development and, and business development and what you're building right now. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, we have a 2,700 square foot what we consider adult functional and sports performance training facility. And, you know, we started with 20 people, you know, pre-pandemic, we we're 225 plus, you know, I'm, I'm building it back up on, you know, 130 plus right now, we would dip below 100 in the, in the kind of the depths of the, of the hard times. And we came to the realization of my business partner and I, we had run a general fitness gym for 10 years and people would come in. And they'd have really great intentions. They'd sign up for their membership and we're like, hey, this is great. Here's access to all this equipment. Go have at it. And what we'd see too many times is they would come in a couple times, kind of wander around, not sure what to do. And eventually we just wouldn't see them anymore. And they'd be canceling, you know, in the near future. But the people that we were working with one-on-one -on -one or in small groups, getting that actual coaching aspect where we're working on form, working on technique, we're doing great. All right. So we had an opportunity to go fully into what we consider a training model of the business, right? Where we get to coach them every time they come in. So things were going really well. People were loving that type of programming and they were getting good physical results. The next thing that we kind of discovered was you can't out train a bad diet, right? So we'd bring the people in, we'd work them out all day long, but they would go home and they had no structure, no plan. Yeah, no way to, to offset. So they were just kind of stuck in this limbo. So then we added nutrition component on top of our, our membership. People started getting great, great results. And then we found that the last kind of piece that really finished it off was that accountability aspect of it because you need somebody more than yourself for most the vast majority of people to really kind of finish it off because it's easy to say it it's a lot easier to tell somebody yeah I didn't do what I was supposed to do all right so that accountability on top of the nutrition with the training has really been the secret sauce to getting people that impact and that success that they're really looking for. I got, I got so many questions, but so accountability, how, like how, how do you hold them accountable? Yeah. So great question. Just like you guys, 
we do a weekly accountability chat. All right. So we talk about what are the things that are working for you? Where are the places that you're having trouble? All right. What can we do? How can we change, you know, your nutrition to make it work for you? All right. We also have what we consider an accountability weigh-in. So we have an in-body scale. So they come into the facility, they step on the scale, does a full scan of their body. It breaks down how much fat, how much water, how much muscle, everything that's going on. So on a week to week basis, they can see those changes. Just like with your guys' dials, when we're tracking all of that data, right? They need that feedback. They need to see that progress to understand, hey, I got my you know, butt out of line and it's showing on that scale. I better get back on track and get things done for next week. We can't improve what we don't measure, right, coach? No, you don't know. You can't do anything about it. You know, the, all the things you just shared there were all the principles of the usually that aren't in play. That's why people set goals. Like they come into your gym, like you said, pumped up, motivated. They make a commitment. Yeah, I'm ready to go. That like motivation's there. Like take the action while they're motivated for sure. And then they got, okay, here, I'm there. I'm going. I'm in. And then they're not seeing the follow through because they haven't set out, probably haven't set out a specific goal for themselves. And then they're not, they're not, they're not drawing a line from, from, uh, from the outcome all the way back to what they're actually doing. Uh, it's like, I need to know what specifically the next step is. And the newer something is to you, or the bigger it is, the smaller that next step needs to be, right? So it's, I need, I need to just like, what, what do I do here? 27 square, 2,700 square feet. What do I do? Where, 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 should I, where should I go first? And so just some direction of like, do this, do this first. Like you infinitely set yourself up to a better opportunity for them to, to win. It's so cool. And then like you stack all those different habits in across as well. It's like more and more and more ways to win. 100%. And people buy on logic or not are people buy on emotions not on logic which when you don't follow it up with a good plan those emotions are going to go away and you're going to find yourself right back where you started without a good plan in place and good accountability and good like you said measuring of what you're doing i wonder if we can say the logic reinforces the emotion i like that right Start with, start with emotion, get them to an emotional state of what happens if you don't work out? What happens if you don't commit to this? What, what are you giving up? Yeah. And then get them super committed. And then the plan and, and the procedure after that is what just reaffirms everything. Just, oh, well, this makes sense. You know, it's clarity to me is, is the biggest point. And to, you know, to the point that coach made, um, you know, having a direct goal or a vision for what you're trying to achieve. It's like working out, right? And like working out, that's what we're talking about, right? So unless there's an event at the end or something that you're training for what's what's the difference maker that'll get you out of bed on the tough days because those always always roll around so if you can rig that game and figure out that solution then that's how you get people to show up all the time yeah yeah 100%. people buy emotionally and then they justify logically and so that's in the moment and then you if you extend that principle all the way through like each every day like you've got to have that logic of where am i going because the, you're not going to most of the time, most people aren't going to not measure something. When they're not measuring something, they're not, they're not going to assume the best. They're going to assume the worst because that's how our minds do, right? I'm, they're just there for survival. So we've got to create that logic all the way across as well. So you can constantly justify it and then feel good. Justify, feel good. Justify, feel good. Repeat. And before you know it, you're in a completely different place. You've created some crazy stuff for yourself. Right. Build that new person. Build that new mindset. Build those new habits and... It's a, it's a whole nother ball game.
And see, that's why we have three people on this podcast. So we can get to that level of clarity with, with our conversation as well, our principles. Thank you, coach. Thank you, Don. Um, so on, on that same uh, wavelength, I'm curious, like if we rewind maybe two years, maybe five years in your journey, what's something that you maybe almost take for granted today that you never saw yourself accomplishing or doing or embodying as a business owner? Is there anything that jumps to mind for you? That's a good question. And I think one of the things I would obviously say I would never have thought I would have done is incorporate a 100% virtual aspect to our business. Mm. And just like we said of reframing things, when I first, when the whole shutdown first occurred, you know, I was like, we're screwed. You know, it, this is going to be really hard and I don't know what's going to happen. We might shut our doors within a month or two because all of our business was based of, on in-person physically face-to-face with, you know, real equipment in their hands. And now all of a sudden I've got to train somebody in their living room or in their basement. And what turned out to be a huge fear actually is just a huge opportunity because we've been able to, you know, expand our business. And now I look at the whole online training and online exercise not as, you know, just an outlier, but as an absolute opportunity and something that is going to be part of our business and an important aspect of our business going forward. And we've totally changed our whole business model. So what I didn't expect is to be training people remotely and getting them amazing results, just like I do in the gym. So change as drastic as we experienced would probably be the thing that I didn't expect to happen in these last couple of years, but it is probably one of the biggest blessings that ever happened to us also. Mm-hmm. What was the, gosh, what jumps to mind is change is automatic. Growth is not. It's always something choice of growth is there. So, so what, what made you flick your mindset a little bit there, Don, in, in terms of the initial reaction of, we might close our doors in the next month or two to this is the best opportunity we've had. What was that? Can you zero in on that and find that place? So, you know, we were able to retain uh, like 80% of our people. They were willing to stick with us and, you know, give the at home training a shot, which we were ecstatic about, you know, kind of, it really spoke to me about, the type of impact and influence that our team has on these people and, uh, and our members, you know, how much they, they are committed to, to staying healthy and, and being, you know, a fitness type person. Right. But it's great. They all said, yeah, I'm going to stick with you, but now I've got to produce. Okay. And, you know, luckily, you know, the, the trainers that we, work with and that we have go through like a three, three month plus process to before they get to really work with anybody. And we're very highly educated. We take this job seriously, right? I don't, you know, it's, it's not just any Yahoo off the street. We want people that really embody and, uh, and love the, you know, 
physical, physiological, kinesiology type side of things. So they gave us a shot. I had to prove that we could do it. And all of a sudden it was like, hot damn, this is working. And you know what? There's a lot of people that actually really like it. And there's a lot of people that this might be more convenient for and ultimately might be a better fit for them. And if I can help somebody get great results in their basement or their living room or when they're traveling on the road for work, then that's an opportunity. All right. This isn't, this is no longer just, you know, fear. Now we've changed that mindset and it flipped to where it was like, hey, you got to take a look at this and really realize what you've got here is a serious opportunity and not just a short-term band-aid. So if I got this right, Don, thank you for sharing that. It was, the flip was the, oh my gosh, you've got to close the doors in two months, perhaps. The flip then was the expectations of your environment saying, I'm going to stick with you. So the expectations of the environment you created actually forced your mindset change to lean back into that. Is that, is that right? Yeah. And the, the, the fact that they were still getting results and staying on track and doing well yeah. outside of the facility. That's when I was like, this actually works. We can make it work. And it, and it, and it can be great. Super cool. Yeah, I think you closed the loop on on the mindset piece of that, right? So um, I guess in this example, at least, it, it helped to see that a little bit first. But now it's become, you know, whenever there is that fear or that obstacle or that barrier that comes up, we can we can just skip over the we need to see it first part and just you know have the mindset right away. This is an how is this an opportunity? What am I missing here? What's what's the new uh, reframe to look at this by so so that I can treat it as something that can actually, we can grow from, we can learn from, we can get better and bigger and stronger from. 100%. Awesome. So take us, take us home here, Don. Um, anything that you're taking away from our conversation today or that you'd like to share with whoever's listening that might be going through this? I think you've been through, you know, we can see the evolution, right? From six different companies to surviving the pandemic to thriving and what you're doing right now. Um, what sort of message would you want to share uh, with, with anybody who's listening? Yeah, so I think a couple of things. Number one, you know, loving what you do is always important. Being able to provide something of value that you love is a true blessing. And, you know, I know you guys get to do that on a daily basis. And it's something that I want everybody to really enjoy. So if you're scared, if you're not sure, if you're not happy with what you're doing, then by all means, there's so much opportunity out there. Find something that you love. Is it going to be hard at times? Are you going to question yourself? Are you going to have doubt? 100%. But having a coach like you guys can make the world of a difference. And I would recommend, my, I'm a coach and I have a coach. Everybody that's serious and that wants to grow and really make progress should be working not only on their mind, body, and spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the great equalizer to getting to overcoming those barriers is is doing what you love, right? Because then nothing's going to stop you. Now it doesn't seem like 
you'll get through it at some point. So there is that questioning, like you're saying, but if you're truly committed to it because it's something that you love, nothing's going to stop you. How about you, coach? What are you taking away? Nothing's easy, but we're not looking for easy. Everything's going to be challenging. Everything's going to be pushing you. So just make sure that you're doing the thing that you want to be doing. Don't try and get away with stuff because if you run away, you're going to be spending your whole life doing that, right? And you're just going to shrink and get smaller and smaller in that scarcity mindset. Thank you for giving a reminder of that, Don. It's, it's really important to do something that you at least feel something for. So you will keep going when things are challenging because they will be. And you, you can capitalize on the opportunities when it comes back around, right? It's like a, like a seesaw. If, you, if it, you were going down one side, we're going to get a flip back to the other side. It will go all the way back to then and kind of settle back some in the middle. And it's all in a cycle. Just enjoy it. Love it. Well, Dan, we haven't even mentioned your company yet. So give a little plug. How can we find you? If you're online right now, we want to take some, you know, some workout classes or sessions or be, become a member. How do we do that? How do we do it? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us at uh, DetroitThrive.com, Instagram, Facebook. We're on there. Uh, Donnie Yeager is my uh, Instagram handle. You can find me there easily too. Yeah. Uh, any type of nutrition, fitness, either in-person, remote, we can help you guys get it done and, uh, and really make sure that uh, we've got that fitness taken care of with our three important factors. Love it. Thank you, Don. I appreciate you joining us on this edition of True Seekers. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys.